and that ruling basically going to stop most of these guys right at the border. When the containers are coming, they're gonna stop them right there. Meaning most them. of these copycats are being manufactured overseas and then when they try to ship them into the United States, Correct. they hit customs Correct. and they get stopped there. That's right. Okay. Welcome back. Today I have a special guest with us on the show. This is Neil Kulshresh. He is the co-founder and CEO of Skull Shaver. Welcome to the show, Neil. Thank you, Benjamin. Now, we are on site today in Park City, Utah. We're in the middle of a writing retreat where we are working on some campaigns for Skull Shaver. The theme here is we're looking at how a brand goes from obscurity to eventually becoming a household name. That's where us entrepreneurs all want to end up, right? That's right, that's we, right. We want a brand that people know, they remember, they trust, they love. And you know, there are not that many household brands out there. And the ones that are out there usually take decades to become a household brand. In your space, you're in the shaving space. There are some household brands out there like a Gillette or a Norelco, something like that. Your company's about nine years old. You know, it's not a household brand yet, but I would argue that you're on the path to becoming a, a household brand. You have a unique and differentiated product that has genuine improvements and advantages over anyone else in the industry and you're doing a great job of building community around it, telling the story of it, all of those things. Tell us a little bit about yourself and how you ended up as an entrepreneur. In my family, no one has been in business. And I'm the first generation American. Okay. My parents and even myself grew up in India. And I was about 20 years old when I came here. You know, clearly, you have to have a job to survive. Right. So I spent about 14 years in the U.S. Air Force. And I was about to retire. You can take early retirement or you can be 20 years in service and get full retirement. But I was itching. I thought that, you know, five, six years can be a very long time. So I decided to just get separated and start the business, missing out on the lifelong pension and benefits. Uh -huh. So it was a big risk. No one liked it. My family say I'm crazy. My friend says no one survives outside. I said, you know, that's the chance you have to take. One good part about America is no one starts, unlike many other places. Yeah, even if things go bad, that's right. you're going to have food that's on the table. Right. We don't realize how lucky we are. If we really want to do something, just start doing it. You won't starve. Government will take care of you. So that is a big plus. And I think many people fail to understand that how much we have. I started a travel business. It turned out to be successful. Then after 9-11, that industry went down and also the online travel came on. Mm -hmm. uh, but we were quite successful while things were going normal. Then I had from there my co-founder who is totally bored. It was clearly not an easy job to maintain nice, clean, bald head. So on the napkin, we discussed the new design of, the sh of a shaver that'll be easy to reach back of your head and you can do dry shave. There was no shaver that can do dry shave. Meaning at the time, the options right. were you go to the barber, spend yes. the time and the money on the barber. That's right. Or you have very bad solutions to try to do That's it That's right. Or your wife or your significant other going to take an hour to hopefully do okay job. And not cut your head. That's right. And <laughs> not cut all those nicks and cuts. And very hard to reach if you're trying to do yourself. So the biggest thing was our patented design had that easy reach. It took us about one or two years before we decided to jump in. 
because like any business, uh, we didn't have much money. But Meaning you were developing the product, but it wasn't your full-time thing yet. Well, it was after we, uh, we lost the travel business. The thing was, we were on an unemployment, so we were not starving. We were lucky, we had money. But we have only on a napkin some design, and he really felt that it will be a successful product. And after a short time, I also joined the forces. We discussed the prototype. You know, everything was new to us. Mm -hmm. We have not come from business family. There's so many resources available. I said, we live in a great age. You have a Google. Just take a couple of things mm -hmm. and find so many things. But still a lot of hard work. So finally, we decided to, you know, spend some money. Then we have to clearly do the prototyping that we have it done here in Kansas City. Our first unit was sold on Amazon. So we have to thank Amazon too, you know. And even after we have some success on Amazon, we try to go in the stores, forget it. We got hundreds of rejection and that's okay. We knew that will do that, it'll happen. And then thanks God, so many bridges that other people have built, whether it's Amazon, whether it's the credit card, whether it's online, we took some baby steps, including, uh, you know, going door to door, going on different type of websites. This going, is in what, 2013? 2013, 2014, okay. and calling endless big box store. Uh -huh. So basically- You're hustling. Hustling, and really it's not that easy. Even though this product is really useful, utilities which are not offered by any other product, still, we are going to fail. Because and no one knows you. No one trusts you. That's right. Well, even if they trust, the big big box store and the major companies have sort of monopoly. Uh -huh. I mean, even if they want to bring our product, the big guy might not be happy with that. So we knew we have to really go through and we didn't have those big connections to get mm -hmm. us in the store and here and there. But we were very grateful that online e-commerce, that was a huge trend. And thanks God, we entered in that trend and we did not give up. And, and in fact, you were early movers in that trend, right? The, the big boys weren't actively That's doing right. e-commerce at right. that point. We had the big box stores start really having very difficult time. All the e-commerce, we were set right uh, for that type of environment. So during pandemic, we grew over 100%. That's phenomenal. Yeah, you know, we start getting a lot of recognition and clearly the, the, the product was very useful, mm -hmm. but the brand was not there. So the big challenge, we are at a point now when there is a brand recognition. Thing is, we have hundreds, if not thousands of copycats. Meaning you're, you're successful enough to prove that your invention was valuable, so much so that now all of these other ripoffs have come onto the market Correct. Correct. to try to be what you're being. That is right, that is so, right. So give us a little idea of you know what level of success are you guys at? And you don't have to share proprietary numbers or something, but just tell us, either through units sold or number of customers or overall revenue or some way, give us an idea of, of what level of success you're at today. First of all, one of the compliment is we have thousands of copycats. Before our invention, there was no such thing as dry head shaver. Uh -huh. Now there were literally thousands of copycats. And even though it was a big budget law firm, but we did hire some big budget law firm and we have got great ruling from ITC, which is going to stop most of them. And what is ITC? ITC is International Trade Commission in Washington, and that ruling basically going to stop most of these guys right at the border. When the containers are coming, they're gonna stop them right there. Meaning most them. of these copycats are being manufactured overseas, and then when they try to 
ship them into the United States, Correct. they hit customs Correct. Correct. and they get stopped there. That's right. Okay. Almost 100% are produced overseas for a simple reason. It's too expensive. I mean, people like to, including us, we like to produce in the USA, but we won't last in the business because customers still demand a low price, high quality. Yep. So that's the reason. But the thing is, this quote battle will help because we've got a great ruling and that's going to help us stab off all these guys who are unfairly competing with us. Secondly, is improve constantly, even though we have improvised our quality a lot and we have added some other complementary product, whether it is the clipper, a unique design beast clipper where anyone can do some simple haircut. And again, it has some great features and anyone can do a simple haircut. And for elderly, for children, it's great. And so it's similar to the clippers that your barber uses, except it's handheld in a way that you can do your own head. That, so the barber has only one design, which is a, a straight handle. Uh -huh. But when you have ours is, again, where you put your fingers between the blade and the handle, and it's easy to use to clip your hair more precisely with the exact size of the comb. So you can have different size on different area of your head. That's right. So now it is so anyone with a little effort can easily do it. And a lot of our customers are doing it for their the elderly parents rather than taking them to barber because it's so easy to do it. It's very easy to hold, very easy to do. And a lot of moms are doing for the children. And also a lot of young folks are doing self-haircut as long as it's a simple haircut. It mm -hmm. can do complicated, but I won't recommend it. But for a simple haircut, nothing like Beast Clipper. So it's growing in popularity. And we have some other complementary product like for the woman and other folks. So the thing is, the whole focus is taking care of your hair, whether it's your head or your face or your body hair or below the belt, above the belt, doesn't matter. Bottom line is we have the best product or we try to make the very best product and we protect our you know, IP and all that. So the original invention you had for the first several years was the Skull Shaver and now you've built a family of products exactly. around this self-hair care treatment. Correct. Give us an idea of where the company is at today. How many customers do you have? How broad is your reach and your distribution? Help us understand a little bit of that. We have sold millions of our shaver mm -hmm. worldwide. US, we, we are very popular. We have in general four and a half star rating on Amazon. It's fantastic. And we have our website sales are just booming. Last three or four years, we have been growing almost 100% every year. It is getting difficult to maintain that momentum because the bigger numbers, it become difficult to compound again. We're still competing with the big boys and that's okay. That's part of our American entrepreneurship, but we are nothing to complain about that. And in Europe, we have become very popular. In UK, France, our sales have grown quite well. And so is Australia. So most of the English speaking world, we are doing very well. We've talked about where you started in obscurity, where you were out knocking doors even to now, you have a successful business, you're selling millions of units all over the world, but what's next? How do you transition from where you're at to continuing down that path of building a household brand that people remember, they know, they trust? You know, that's what we ask us all the time because if you are not growing, that means you are going down. Mm -hmm. 
So we want to keep that momentum and clearly, like everything else, there are steps. We might not be successful in each step, mm-hmm. whether it's Harmon Brothers or developing some infomercial or you know, ramping up our social media presence and other content. So that's where we are trying to build more. We are always open for any type of other creative deal, but overall we are quite happy and our goal is something similar to what Keurig was or Crocs was. There was no such Keurig, thing as the, the, the coffee, coffee maker. Guy, yeah, right? yeah. So when they come up initially with the Keurig, no one knew about them, but very soon they become very popular because they are convenient. You get fresh cup of coffee every time without any effort, mm-hmm. rather than the stale coffee. Yeah. And the Crocs came. And you know, initially- The, the Crocs shoes. Crocs shoes, right? These are the great innovation for our daily life. Mm-hmm. And they, again, they started when no one recognized them. And then they became household name because they truly were useful. There are thousands of useless patents. And there are thousands good patents, but they never took off. So we feel that we are lucky that we did survive so far. We are open about things and we also protecting our brand whether it's uh, the legal steps we have to take or whether we have to, in the marketplace, get more advertising, communicate better with the customer for them to have a better user experience and better understanding what we are. But we feel that we are one of those innovations that ultimately it will prevail. I even go as far as to say that once the patent expires, some of the patent will expire in 2032. I will say that this shape will be more prevalent than legacy shape of electric shaver. Uh Because it's just better, far superior. Uh Simple reason. I I love that you're you're bringing this up and I feel like it's really important because so oftentimes entrepreneurs come to us at Harmon Brothers and they think that a really innovative marketing campaign is going to be their silver bullet. But so oftentimes their product is just a commodity. It's one of a thousand others. To us, we feel like the magic is when you have an innovative product that brings genuine innovation to Mm -hmm. its space and then you combine that with innovative marketing and innovative storytelling. That's the match that's made in heaven. So true. Every day is the big pocket money. They start some of the ventures like commodity. Very quickly they fail. The reason being you can have all the money and all the advertising, but if it's not truly innovative and truly helping the customer, very soon people will find out no matter what you do. Whether you have that, you know, some of them go all the way to the fraud. You know, you can have all the big money, but if yeah, you do Theranos not Theranos is the one that the founder was just convicted of fraud, correct, right? Correct, correct, correct. I, yes. I can't remember her name. Her it's... name, I think, was Elizabeth Holm or yeah, something like that. Yeah, that yeah. rings a bell. Yeah, so the bottom line is, unless the product is truly innovative and in long run, it's going to help, it's very hard to survive because... The competition is not in the U.S. alone anymore. The idea goes from here to China, to Vietnam, to Ireland, to and anyone can think better if it is not truly innovative and protected. Because if it's, there are a lot of innovative items out there, but they're not protected. And they can certainly produce it cheaper than we can in America. So the bottom line is, if you think you're gonna win a battle or a war just because you are a great advertiser, no. I mean, it's certainly gonna help if you have a good advertiser. The core thing is, it has to be truly useful. Yeah, solve a real problem for solve real, the real people. Problem. That's yeah. right. If it is not solving problem in masses, then it's okay. You can make a good living, but don't expect it to be, unless you want to commit 
clear fraud. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for coming on the show and, and sharing your story. Awesome product, solves real problem for real people. What recommendations do you have for the entrepreneurs out there? My recommendation is uh, very simple. If you truly believe in something, go for it. You should quit your job. Bottom line you is You won't this. starve. You won't starve. People don't realize what a advantage they have. If you are an artist, if you like to paint, do that. It might take one year, two years, but ultimately someone going to recognize and with the online you can be selling it right away so the bottom line is in america you should never worry about the downside who, that's right that is one of the i will say advantages people have who are brought up in poverty or mm -hmm. maybe not poverty like i came from a middle class in india so for me getting two-time meal I'm lucky. And that I don't even have to work. In America, the entrepreneur should really go after the dream. Don't look for the shortcut because the law is pretty strong here when they implement. <laughs> and I said, you just go for that calling and you know, the money will follow. That's the whole thing. Don't go for the money alone. Money will follow. Most of us really don't need that much money to live in. It's all about the dream. Something keep you alive. Something keep you going. Money is still not my big goal at all. One of the important aha moments for me was when I realized that people who are going for the money and that's their primary motivator, they never find satisfaction. It doesn't matter how much money comes, they always want more. The satisfaction is only very temporary. And so if we can find deeper meaning, deeper That's motivation. Right. How are we helping people? How are we making a positive impact on That's the world? Right. How are we providing opportunities for our families, for our friends. These are better motivators than just money. That's right. I mean, that is the worst proposition to be just going crazy after money. Because if anything, it's going to give you more worries. And if you are thinking more about competitors, that's going to drive you even more crazy. Yeah, more money, more problems. More problems. <laughs> but if money is not the main motive, then chances are you will not commit fraud. Chances are you will be honest about life and mm -hmm. yourself. Your level of happiness definitely will be much higher. Having money is okay. Even if you don't wrap up your mind towards donating a lot, it's okay. But at least don't go after money only because that is a terrible thing. You're sure going to ruin your health. You might make more enemies than you need to. Money will follow. If your idea is good, money going to follow without a doubt. And believe it or not, Jeff Bezos is one of my idol when it comes about a lot of life Mm -hmm. and business quotations, a lot of things. And then he talk about like he's focused on customer, not on competitor. You know, of course, you still look around because you don't want to be totally stupid. You're not living in a void. But okay. you know, you're not driven by your That's right, because that is not going to give you happiness. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you should be aware. But beyond that, don't do anything stupid. Neil, it's a pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. Likewise, thank you, Benton. Nice to be here at Harmon Brothers, enjoying the creative session. Fantastic. And thank you for running a great company. For our listeners, make sure to like, share, and subscribe. We'll see you on the next one. Want to learn the tricks of our trade? We have them all laid out in our courses on Harmon Brothers University. This isn't surface level stuff here. This is our entire playbook, all our secrets laid out in full, the same training we give our own employees. You'll find courses on ad buying, writing video scripts to sell your product or service, creating the kind of large production ads we're known for, even making short ads using nothing but your cell phone. If you're looking to use video marketing to take your business to the next level, Harmon Brothers University has the course for you. Our students have seen incredible growth in their businesses by implementing what they learned in our courses. Take these reviews as living proof. We've now got 
multiple campaigns that are in the millions of views and in the multiple millions of dollars in sales. Within a week, we're close to 10 million views, over a million in sales, and most impressively, we've covered 100% of the production costs in the first 24 hours of releasing it. We saw immediate results. Sales went up 10x the first day. The first video we did is over 30 million views. The most customers that we've ever acquired in a single month. I think we had about 26,000 new customers. Go to harmanbrothersuniversity.com to start accelerating your business's growth with video.